and welcome to episode 38 of the Gratitude and Grit podcast. Nick, how are we doing? I'm awesome. How are you? Doing awesome. Good. Um, we're going to get started with uh, a post that you did the other day. Yes. And it is four ways to beat the fall funk. When are you, f- when you just aren't feeling it? Yeah, when you're not feeling it. So why did you post that? Um, are you trying to send a message to me? <laughs> Let's talk. Tell me all your feelings, Brad. <laughs> um, no, you want to know the real answer is that I'm writing to myself. Um, this time of year, you know, if you if you're listening to this, you don't know me very well. I love hot, sunny summer, humid. Like, give me the summer all day long. Uh, I can't. I do not like the winter time. So this fall transition, for me anyway, um, I oftentimes recognize this as a time of just a funk. Uh, I, I'm not looking forward to the cold. I know it's coming, even though these days are, that we're in right now are beautiful. They're great days. I'm enjoying the days, but I know winter's coming. Um, and also we're just you know kind of in this middle season where... The holidays are out there. We, we know they're coming, but they're still a ways away. Um, in a normal year, we haven't had, you know, we're, we're kind of in this swing of things. If we took a summer vacation, we're back from that. And we're just in a groove or in a rut or kind of plateauing, or at least I feel that way. So uh, I wrote it because I'm preaching to myself and, and I'm figuring, well, if, if I'm feeling this way, I know at least someone out there is, is feeling the same way. Somebody might be opposite. They love this time of year and they feel like they're firing on all cylinders and that's maybe I should talk to them <laughs> to help jazz me up. But uh, yeah, that was really the the genesis of it. I would agree that I think a lot of people are loving the weather transition as far as like having nice fall nights instead of hot heat. Totally. Um, but it's also a little bit of a funk that the daylight is going fast yeah it's shortening so it's hard to come home and do your evening chores mow the yard go for a walk Mm -hmm. when you're racing that sun yeah to me that's kind of one of the bigger elements is on the funk side of it um is the sun going down quicker is really what gets me because we still have uh what five weeks to daylight savings time yep so you know coming home and it's uh dark at you know after after i work out at 5 15 i'm home at 6 15 and when i got 45 minutes plus or minus. Yeah, it's dark. Then. So it's it's a, a little bit. Of, so I like the article because I would say that I'm feeling like that as well. Um, kids sports are wrapping up baseball, football. Um, yeah. We're wrapping up here in a few weeks, uh, which has been an odd season anyway, just to this the circumstances. Yep. Um, so that seems like weird. The NFL is on, which is awesome, but it also just kind of feels weird too. Exactly. So... I don't know, but your uh, your article talks about it says in a slump, feeling unmotivated, uninspired, stuck in a rut, not making progress. If any of these ring a bell, you might be in a fall funk. So it's yeah. very very good. Yeah, and <clears throat> yeah, I think it I think it applies for a lot of different reasons. You know, we could talk about just general the funk of life. Um, you know, I'm writing this article from the perspective of the gym being in a, in a fall funk specifically in the gym, but it, that could be a symptom of a larger funk, you know, if just in general in your life or the work, you know, things you just mentioned are kind of 
dragging you down or, or you know got you in a rut at this time of season, there's a good chance that that's transferring into the gym and you're not not really fired up to go to the gym or when you get there you're not given a hundred percent or or any of those things. Uh, so that the the lens, you know, it's a fairly quick read on an article, but that was the lens that I wrote it through. But also, again, writing to myself, knowing that everything else outside of the gym kind of plays into what I'm, what I talk about at, inside the gym. Yep. And before we get into the uh, four topics that you mentioned, I think it was funny in the gym the other day we were having a discussion on the debate, the presidential debate. Yeah. And that when you wrote the article two years ago, there was not a presidential debate and there right. wasn't a presidential election. And I think that's the other interesting aspect of right now True, is there's just a lot of angst. And we were talking about it and mm-hmm. I was like, I watched the debate for 40 minutes plus or minus and I just got so worked up in it <laughs> that I had to turn it off. And I'm not yeah. even, I, I know a lot of it and I pay attention a little bit, but yes. it's just like, just them two arguing back and forth is just frustrating. So I just had to like turn it off. Turn it off. And we still have five more weeks of that crap. Yes. And so that just kind of fills into this whole element yeah. as well. Yeah. And, it's and, very, uh, yeah, very timely regarding that. I honestly didn't even consider that putting this out, but yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yeah. It's just an added element on top of COVID, on top of all the protesting. It's just like, it's 2020, man. Right. Yeah. We're funky right now. We're funky. <laughs> Collectively. <laughs> All right. So in the article, you gave four reasons or four topics of that. And yep. number one was remind yourself why you started. Yeah. So if we're talking just in the gym, right, you got to, and this might not work for everybody, but, but very goal-oriented people or, or people that have this ability to kind of step back and look from a, a big overview, th- this one will help. It's, it's, it is really helpful to really dig down and understand why you're doing what it is you're doing. Um, why are you going to the gym, right? And, and if I kind of use myself as this example, again, kind of diagnosing, diagnosing myself, it's, when I'm working out regularly and feeling healthy, I feel good to do everything else that I need to do. And I understand, you know, I'm in the gym and I'm running a gym, but there's there's work that goes into that. And if I'm not feeling good, I don't work well. Or I don't have great energy for my marriage, you know, and I've got a little little baby at home. And it's small, but it that's why it's so important is because it's really that small thing. And if I really remind myself, Hey, you need to work out whether it's blowing off steam or or you just like feel better, you feel put together. I feel strong on a daily basis. Like that has real, real implications in the rest of my day and the rest of my week. Took a vacation a month or so ago and didn't really, I worked out once, but I was definitely out of routine. And in those moments, it's nice to take a break from the gym every once in a while, but it, but I really felt not like coming back from that, like coming back from vacation is very hard for a few reasons. But one is because you're not feeling the best that you can feel. You haven't been eating as well as you can have been drinking the normal stuff that you're, you know, sleeping, sleeping in different spots and, and not 
not doing the, the physical activity, the workouts that we do. So not, not only like in my head, reminding myself that that's important. Um, and I made this point in the article and that it only does so much good when the when information's in your head. I actually have to sit and write it down like, hey, why is this important to me? Write that thing out. Um, and I'd say the, the most impactful way to really have that stick and, and actually be a motivator for you is to then talk about it like we're doing. You know, where if we were in a conversation and I was saying, man, I just don't feel like myself, what's going on? And, and we were to engage in that conversation just by talking about it, that will kind of create these sparks of call it your motivation to get yeah. back into it. Allow you to synthesize that information as well. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. So again, I don't think that's a, a catch all for everyone. You know, some people it, it may not work, but I, I definitely know some people that that'll work for different types of personalities say, yep, I really got to dig down, find that why, talk about it with somebody else to, like you said, synthesize it so that I can actually take action and, and regain some momentum and, and move forward. Yep. New month, first of October. Yeah. It's, 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 we're in October now and it's, it's a new month. And so it's kind of this good reset point, you know, first of the month is always a good reset point for a lot of people. That's right. Uh, number two, set a goal. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, good, good transition. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See what I did there? Uh, yeah, set a goal. Um, you know, we talk about this all the time, but, but goals are great. Actions are what you actually need to focus on, right? If your goal is to lose 10 pounds by Thanksgiving, that's awesome. What are you going to do to get there? You know, I don't care about the goal. I care about, Hey, what are you going to do every day for, you know, every single day of October and then every single day of November to hit that goal. So set the goal and then do something every day to move you towards that goal. The goals are, are great and they're important, you know, but we've, again, we always talk about this, like, what are you doing to actually achieve that goal? And, um, being in a funk, oftentimes you catch yourself without a goal. You're, you're not really moving towards something or you're feeling like you're in a rut, right? Where you're not gaining any traction, for someone who's very goal oriented that, you know, it could be the wake up call like, Hey, turn the lights on. Let's, let's gather a goal again, set a deadline. We're in fourth quarter. So we got, a, you know, 25% of the year left. There's a lot of time before the year runs out. Like maybe this is a fourth quarter goal where we're trying to win the game, right? Did you, if you're a goal setting person, did you set a goal at the beginning of the year? Like, can you go back to that goal and check in and say, Hey, has it changed? Am I on track? Do I need to pivot and, and do a different goal? Um, I, I just think, again, for a sp- certain type of person, either if you haven't had a goal, figuring one out and then figuring out those daily actions to get you to, to move again. Yeah, and I think the other good thing about that too is is just having gone through, what, four weeks of school. So we are in a good period. We're starting to get into a good routine and so if your goal is to sleep a little bit more or eat a little bit better or be a little bit more active, um, you know, I think, you know, now with starting back at school and the kids are kind of getting in their spot, it's a good way to make that transition. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that because we're going to talk about the wellness challenge, which is mm-hmm. highly goal setting yep. and accountability. So yep. we'll, uh, we'll come back to that one. 
Number three is make an investment by spending more time or money on your health and fitness. Yeah, make an investment. Um, this is where I, where I'm at with with this right now, and this one's stuck for me this year. That if you think of being in a rut or kind of in a, a low spot or in a funk as a low spot, and you think of this like a market, a stock market, the best time to buy stock is when the market is low. The best time to invest is when the market is low. When you buy a house, you want to buy when the market is low. The market is high right now. So if you are in a low spot of motivation, whatever that is in your fitness and your health, I say invest um, specifically with your time and your money. And, you know, it'll probably require a little bit of both, but figure out what's important to you and and spend the money on it. You know, and again, I know we'll talk about the wellness challenge in a little bit, but that's a, that's a great opportunity, and that's why I'm running the wellness challenge or, or helping run the wellness challenge, but I'm participating in it as well to, because it's an investment to move forward. And, that, and that's what motivates me. Um, you know, there are tons of different options. If you're, you can invest in a, an online course, right? Learn something for the fourth quarter, right? You can take a, a college class and you can learn about something, but you got to you know pay for it. And then you spend your time on it or, um, I don't know, buy a bicycle and, yeah. and, and commit to riding a bike, you know, in these nice, nice afternoons or, or something to in, make an investment in, into your future. And it's not just like a quick cheesy, I'm going to spend some money on this, like make a commitment so that you can have that thing grow out. So that's for me, th this is if, with those four bullet points. Number three was really for me this year and saying, you know what, this is what I need to do. There's an investment that's going to happen with, with my time and, and, with my resources. Yeah. I like that. I've actually was one step ahead of you on that one. So I bought a weighted vest. That's right. You did. And I bought a, or I'm in the process of buying a pull-up bar. So yeah, I will be able to do pull-ups at home and go. run around the neighborhood with a weighted vest with the hope of getting better at pull-ups. Yes. Which would be a nice uh, improvement in March of next year when we do the benchmarks again. Benchmarks and absolutely. If the open goes back to March and whatever ends up happening with that, but yep. that would be a nice uh, winter project. So I kind of started on my garage and getting my pull-up bar ready to rock and roll and I got my vest ready to go and yeah, great. See what happens. That's perfect. Yep. That's exactly, exactly. Investing in myself is Investing what I'm doing. In it. You did it. <laughs> uh, number four is phone a friend. So call a friend, invite them to CrossFit. Um, just making sure that they are ignited into the community community. Yeah. And again, this is for a, the type of person that needs, um, or that not that needs, but that gets joy and satisfaction from helping others and serving others. Um, you know, when you're in a funk, uh, when you're in a rut, a lot of times the, your perspective and your lens is really all on you. You're, you're really hyper aware of your, Oh, I'm not doing good today. I don't have the energy to do this. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go, you know, like you, you're really in tune with yourself, but you're not actually focused on the other people in your life. So to reverse that energy of that funk or, or the rut, whatever you'd want to call it, focus on somebody else and, and helping and serving them. Right? So if you got a friend or a neighbor or a family member and says, Hey, I want to help you or let's do this together. And you know, you can be honest with them and say, Hey, I'm, I need a challenge at the gym. Will you come to the gym with me 
you know, three times a week for the next six months. I want to show you my CrossFit gym. I love it. You know, this isn't just a plug to like bring people into the gym, but this is legitimately like a really good way to, to get fired up and get motivated when someone else is looking to you for encouragement and excitement, that's going to bring your energy level up naturally. Right. So again, that's not, it's not going to be for everybody to call a friend and that's going to get you jazzed up to, to keep coming into the gym and, and keep progressing. But for some people out there for sure, be like, you know what? Yeah, I want I want my neighbor to come with me and let's do this challenge together. And it like that, it does sound fun. It sounds fun to me uh, to, to create that challenge for myself, but also to be able to help somebody else out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Um, so let's go back to number two, which is set a goal and we'll kind of slowly transition into the wellness challenge. Um, Cause this is, as we talked a little bit about on the last podcast, now is a good time to do a wellness challenge. I was making a little bit of joke about it because going into the holiday season, we're going to eat a lot. Um, is that really the best time to do it? But it's actually now is probably the best time to do a wellness challenge. Yes. And so as part of that is set a goal, you know, and then you'll need to, uh, you'll need someone to hold you accountable. Yep. So we're going to talk about it on a podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about maybe what our goals are in a little bit. So there's nothing you can't be any more accountable than sharing our, our five week journey on a podcast. Right. And so grab a couple of friends that are on board and, and with your goal and hold on to each other is what you kind of said in the article. So I think that's a good transition uh, to talk about the wellness challenge and it's a good way to make sure that we're all in it together. So yeah, with the coaches and the gym members as of right now, how many people are doing the wellness challenge? Uh, I think we're close to 25. I feel like we're over 20 and approaching 25, which is honestly awesome. I mean, we wanted to get 20. So anything over that for us was, was a big win. And yeah, the coaches are doing it. Um, I think all the coaches are doing it with, with everybody else and, and they're excited for their own reasons, but they're also excited to kind of help out and be, be part of this with everybody else too. So yeah, I feel like everybody's coming into this with a, with a good, uh, expectation with a good frame of reference that, Hey, this, this can have some positive impact over the next five weeks. Um, you know, and yes, we will finish up before Thanksgiving. Um, but doesn't really mean like, Oh, well I did the five week thing. That's that door is closed. The intent with this is to through the habits and through the accountability and through just kind of the, hopefully the discussion that'll come through it, that, that some of this stuff will stick um, too often with a challenge, whether it's I'm going to do this thing for a month or I'm going to do a six-week weight loss or these, whatever. It's The door is open on the challenge and you do it and you're great at it and then it ends and then the door is closed and then you forget about it. And um, we, we just didn't want that to happen or we're, we you know set up these systems so that hopefully we can you know take some things out of this and, and really keep them, keep them rolling. Yep. Um, so in our little binders that we got, um, it says how to be successful at this challenge. So open and honest, which you kind of touched upon, you know, with your friend concept, uh, be open-minded about the challenge, join the community, um, and the Facebook page. So that's Mm -hmm. great. And it's great that there's 25 people and with all the coaches doing it as well, then every time you go to class, you'll have somebody to engage with and talk about it and see how it's going and, Mm -hmm. and do that type of stuff. 
And then obviously it, a lot of it depends on your participation. So if you paid the money to do it, you paid the money to join the Facebook group and be on the text line, then you got to engage in order to make it pay off. Absolutely. So that was kind of your friend concept and your, in your little blog there. Yeah. And so now we are all 25 friends exactly. together in this wellness challenge. And if we don't talk about it, then we're probably not going to be as successful exactly. as a collective group. Exactly. And then the other thing is, is most likely of that 25, most of you probably listening to this podcast. So it's a good thing to <laughs> make sure that out of the 26 that listen to this podcast, the 25 or 25 the of them are actually listening here. Yeah. So it'll be good that we can revisit, um, the wellness challenge over the next, you know, four weeks. Yeah. So I think so. Yeah. And I, I like the way that we set it up with you know, we, we do want, and, and we're setting the expectation like, Hey, I want you to engage with other people on it. And, and the other thing is the daily accountability. Um, that's, that's going to be a challenge. Yeah. You know, part of this daily accountability is you're going to write in your workbook, you know, essentially a journal of your day and, and the, the habits that we're practicing that day or that week. And then you're, you're accountable to sending that to the coach. And, and then it, facilitates discussion with you and the coach based on how well and how thorough you fill this out, right? If you just put nothing on the page, the coach will be like, what's going on, Brad? Why aren't you, why aren't you engaging in this? Or maybe on the other side, maybe you're putting a ton into it. And then that facilitates really good discussion with the coach and it can actually move you further along with whatever habit you're working on. Yeah. I've, have already made the decision that I'm going to be honest with, <laughs> with the notes and then actually tell the whole story with, um, uh, the coach as I put the article or put my comments down. Cause I know a lot of times I'll fill out the, you know, the workplace surveys and right. you know, how many drinks do you have a week? And it's, mm -hmm. well, I put down three to five, you know, <laughs> and, uh, all those things because you feel like somebody's judging you. So I feel like this time if I'm open and honest, um, and the way it's kind of set up, I think it'll lean towards that yep. uh, dialogue and it'll be an ongoing dialogue right. instead of just a one-time survey. Exactly. And then I feel like uh, you can actually make some solid changes because of that dialogue. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. That's, that's totally the goal. All right. So let's talk about um, our goals. So Jordan asked us to uh, fill out a short-term goal and then long-term goal, whether that's one, two, or three. Uh, but a short-term goal is defined as one to three months and a long-term goal is one to two years. So I'll let you start with, uh, what is, what is your short, short-term goal? Short-term goal, uh, the, the habit that I'm, I want, I, I need to put into place is more self-care and recovery. Um, which I feel like is fairly typical, but I've really been noticing just aches and pains recently, not like muscle soreness, like, oh, we squatted heavy, so I'm sore, but more just like, oh, my knees are a little bit creaky and cranky and um, shoulders are stiff or they don't want to warm up. So, and, you know, full disclosure, like I just, it's not a great part of my routine, um, whether that's doing the workout and then cooling down and, and either stretching or mobilizing afterwards, but even at home, and I'm fairly good with my morning routine and I do stretch and things, but it's not, it's clearly not enough or it's not, I haven't been doing the right things because like, I don't, 
I don't want to live, and this will play into my long-term goal, but I don't want to live with these aches and pains and not like have an offensive strategy against like, well, why are they happening? What can I do to mitigate it? And, and what is, what's the plan, right? And, you know, the, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, offense and defense, right? We're in football season. So it's like, well, what's the, what's the offensive plan? Like, why are my knees hurting? Okay. Well, I know why they're hurting because my hips and my glute medius and whatever it is. So then I need to, the offensive strategy is fix it, self-care, whatever that is. But then also maybe it's some defense and like, well, I need to avoid X, Y, and Z for a certain amount of time and play defense against those aches and pains so that my offense can actually have a chance to work. So for me, short term is let me get into a better self-care routine. Longer term um, is just have a a higher energy level, just a natural energy level. Um, Part of that is self-care, but a lot of that is just quality and the right quantity of foods being able to dial in you know a good macro and I know we're not focusing on dialing in macros but the recognition and awareness and the things that we're doing with nutrition in the challenge will help long term I believe get to um, just a higher more natural energy level Um, nothing's wrong with coffee or caffeine for me and you know I don't have a ton of it every day or every week but I, I don't know. I just really desire a, a natural state of energy that's a little higher than where I'm at. So that those are kind of the, the short term for me is that self-care longer term is higher energy levels. Awesome. Um, I will go next because there's only two of us. Yeah. Um, What's your short term goal, Brad? So my short term would be is it's kind of under the um, heading of just kind of dialing in do the nutrition stuff. Um, and what I mean, what I mean by that is two things. One limit soda intake. So I drink a lot of soda, yeah. um, both, uh, on my way to work and by stopping a quit trip and then at work. Um, so I do that. And then the other aspect of it is, is I'm pretty regimented in my meals, meaning at work, the chef makes fun of me cause I eat the exact same thing every day. And at home, when I'm doing homeschooling for my son, I eat the exact same thing every day. So um, that's generally a lunch. And then our meal, our dinner meal is uh, right. um, pretty consistent. You know, we have a five or six meal rotation. So by learning the, you know, protein, uh, carbs, fat aspect of those and exactly what I am eating and how I need to tweak that, then I would like to establish kind of those new meals. Nice. For lunch and then get a, maybe a couple dinner meals in there. That's awesome. So that's kind of that. Um, and then obviously moving forward is the long term is to feel better. So yeah. we've talked, I talked a little bit about this, I think on the last one, but just trying to feel better overall. You mentioned energy levels. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing, but I have just like, I feel internally, I feel not good at all. Um, pretty consistently. That. So making that transition there and, and hopefully if I can dial in the nutrition, limit the soda intake, drink the right amount of liquid. I think I drink so much liquid that I am always, um, processing that liquid Mm -hmm. and that really just upsets my body. So I might, you know, drink 200 ounces a day of water and soda or whatever. Yeah. And that's just because I'm have that habit of always fidgeting. So 
trying to take those two things out of it as well. I think that's awesome. What the goal would be is to lose some weight or sure. build muscle, um, but not focused on that as much. Yeah, I think that could be a a pleasant surprise. You know, you chase those things, those feelings, and that those mental things, and I think if the physical benefit can can just tag along. Honestly, yeah. it'd be interesting to see because the short term is three months, so say by Christmas, it would be mm-hmm. easy to see how you actually feel. Yeah. You know, and uh, that would be a, a good barometer over the next, you know, few months to really gauge in that. Because I think I should, if I tweaked a few things, which are going to be hard because I have really strict habits. Yeah. But I think we'll get it dialed in. I'm excited. I've never done a wellness challenge. Nice. So. Good. Well, that's fun. Never, yeah. Never done anything like this. So. Yeah, I've done, I've done a couple of good ones and a couple that are just been meh. Um, I've done a paleo one and I lost weight, so I, I, that was me. Don't I'm not <laughs> suggesting that for everybody, but I realized that I was not able to get as many carbohydrates as I need on a paleo diet, and that one didn't work very well for me. But I've done some other good ones. Yeah, I'm just kind of nervous about the whole shifting the diet, just because it's. Like, I think like one day, I just don't want to, I don't want to sacrifice one day by shifting the diet. Yeah. And so that's that mentally, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. So yeah, I'll have to engage you as my mental coach that's to right. uh, keep me, keep me sane <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Keep the mindset. Cause it's not like just, we'll just give it up for one day. It's like, well, I, I can't, you know, that's, I just can't do that. So we'll have to that, figure it out. That's my routine. I can't change it. Yeah. It's got exactly. to happen this way. Even though the routine doesn't work, it just, uh, the habit's real, man. So, yeah. So, all right. It. Well, I uh, definitely excited to start it. I know you are. And then we will pick it up next week with the first real week of the nutrition challenge. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah.